Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast. I'm really excited today to have Orly Vector here um, to talk all about creating captivating content that gets you consistent clients. This is something I know everybody wants to know more about is how do I create content? How do I create content that people actually like and read and that actually maybe push them towards wanting to work with you in a one-on-one capacity or inside your programs? So we can talk today a little bit about how to create content that your audience really loves and um, Orly may share some tips about um, how to create content and copywriting that um, really connects with your reader. So I'm really excited to dig in. So let me tell you a little bit more about her. So she is a business coach for health pros who want to get fully booked with self-pay clients without working 24-7. She's also the host of the Health Pro to CEO podcast that's all about helping you take small, consistent action to start, grow, and scale your nutrition business. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I'm really happy to be here. Yes, I'm happy to have you here. And like I mentioned in the intro, content is a popular topic around here. And I'm sure probably with your audience as well, can you agree that people love talking about content? Yes, absolutely. And it's also something that I love to talk about. So uh, I have lots of tips to share with everybody listening. Awesome. Well, before we dig into that, why don't you just give a background of who you are and um, kind of like where your business journey and um, started and how it led you to where you are today? Yeah, perfect. So like you said, my name is Orly Vector, and I am a business coach for health professionals who want to get fully booked with self-paid clients. I really help people create captivating content um, and show up online with being able to communicate their value and their expertise with conviction. Um, Because so many of the people I work with are amazing at what they do. They have the power to change lives and impact people's health. But they're not able to actually communicate that clearly. That's not something we're necessarily taught in school. And it's such an important skill when you're running an online business. So I actually started as a dietitian. I worked in a clinical oncology setting for almost nine years. And I started my first online business, which was more nutrition related. It was called the Skincare Dietitian. And I started that while I was still working full time because I just got to the point where I didn't feel like excited by my work. I didn't feel challenged. I also didn't really like being in that conventional medical setting where um, I was limited in what I could do. I didn't feel like I could help people the way I wanted to. So there was a period of time that I was really lost and kind of didn't know what to do. I ended up seeing a career coach at the time, but explored different options and landed on starting the skincare dietitian. So yeah, so I started started that I built that up. And eventually, at the end of 2018, I decided that I wanted to actually, it was the beginning of 2018, that I decided I wanted to pivot and really focus on business coaching, because I learned so much through um, starting and growing the skincare dietitian 
And I've always just really loved mentoring people. I tutored in high school. I taught at a local university. I always took on interns when I worked at the hospital. So it's just kind of in my blood. And I feel like business coaching is a much better fit for me than nutrition ever was. Yeah, I love that. And I know when I was on your podcast recently, I, we kind of had that same back and forth where, you know, I can really resonate with what you're saying because a very similar story. And, and I think we've both kind of found the path that work that makes the most sense for us. So I'm glad that we both um, stumbled here. And um, yeah, I'm really happy to hear that you're an advocate for helping people communicate what they do and how they can help. Because I think that is the big stumbling block for a lot of people. They come out of school and they're like, I love helping people with their health, but I don't know how to talk about that. I didn't know I needed to explain, you know, in marketing terms, you know, what I do and who I am and all of these things. So um, just to give everyone a really like good baseline, when we're talking about content, what does content mean? Like, does this mean writing or does this mean like what you're posting online or what would you consider like um, content? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I mean, content can take on many different forms. And typically, when I talk about it, I am referring more to the written form, but it applies to video content, it applies to, um, you know, just even short stories you're doing uh, on Instagram, if that's your platform, it could be podcasting, like audio, video, written, um, all of it counts as content. And I mean, I I guess at the core of it all is just having that clear and compelling message. So whether you're verbalizing that uh, in a written format or in a spoken format, like either way, you need to be clear on the words that you're using and saying. So would that be like your first step you usually tell people to take is to like really get clear on like who you are and what you do? And um, do you have like a process for taking people through of like getting very like clear about um, about their messaging or about, you know, who they help? Yeah, definitely. So there's quite a lot of things we do. But like you said, um, the the basics of that are first understanding who it is that we're trying to help, what, what is the problem that you're solving, um, and then developing your process for doing that. So we can create um, their like signature system, unique methodology, their offer. Um, and then you really have to just fall in love with it essentially right because the the key to selling and even to creating content is actually really loving the thing that you're talking about and selling you have to be sold on it first if you don't believe in it you know there's that saying um I've been thinking about this lately kind of side note but that saying like oh you could sell you're so good at selling you could sell an Eskimo ice Mm -hmm. have you heard that yeah and I've just been reflecting on that and I'm like that is just so wrong like I get the principle but like we're not about selling people something they don't need. Like an Eskimo doesn't need ice. So I'm not about selling you something you don't need. It's about actually selling something that can help somebody that you believe has the power to change their health and their life. So before we can write about something or we can talk about our offers, we need to know what it is and actually really have belief in it. So there's a lot of like mindset work. We do journaling prompts, exercises to get into that belief and have that energy. And once you have that, sharing about it it's so much easier writing about it It, it's not the words become less important of course there's still elements of like copywriting and things you need to learn but the words become less important because your energy is just so fired up oh I love that you said that so much and I've never really thought 
too much into the importance of the energy piece and the belief piece and the mindset around what you're selling, but you're right. People can really tell if you're unsure and uncertain and you're just kind of promoting something without that, like, you know, energetic piece underneath or that excitement underneath. So I, 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 yeah, I agree with you. Like it's such an, a key element to have that, you know, high energy and that excitement and belief in the program. Um, people are really going to feel that. So, um, do you feel like that is really what changes copy or content that really is what makes something like captivating versus something that falls a little bit flat? I do. I really do think it is the missing piece. And of course, there's like frameworks when it comes to copywriting and elements that you you can add to be a lot more persuasive. And that is something that I teach my clients how to do. But at the core of it, like you could write the most perfect post. And if the energy behind it isn't there, it's going to fall flat. So it is kind of like you could, uh, I could teach you copywriting, but without that, it's just still not going to, I think, resonate with your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very, very, very true. And yeah, I just think you're right. Like you could have the best formula for something, but if you're your energy doesn't match it, people aren't going to resonate with it. So, okay. So let's hope then everybody listening is like getting that energy. They're excited. They like know what they want to share. Um, you know, they are feeling like they just want to like shout off the rooftops, like about their program and their offering. Um, what would be like the first steps you would like recommend that they take in sitting down to write? Because I know that so many people, this is where they are like, oh gosh, this is where the mind goes blank. They get overwhelmed. They don't know what to, you know, put on the paper when they sit down. So what would be like the first steps to, you know, sitting down to, let's say, even write like an Instagram post? Yes. Ooh, I have so much I could say about that. I'm like, where do I start? But I think the most important thing is just to have to have a plan, like to actually have a content plan. And that doesn't mean that you have to write a month's worth of content in advance. You can still go week by week if that suits you better, but you want to sit down to write actually knowing what it is you're going to write about, like to have some loose structure, like I'm going to write a client story or I'm going to share a case study or I'm going to write, you know, a how-to post, but like have a topic as well as a format that you want to write about so that when you sit down to write, you know, you're not wasting your time, right? Because that's what a lot of people I find, they sit down, they have an hour or so blocked for content, but then instead of writing, they're thinking, well, what, what am I going to write about? And then they end up hopping on Instagram and scrolling for inspiration, getting lost in that, getting lost in comparison, and Mm -hmm. even taking on the voice of other people, right? When you are sitting down to write, do not, do not go on social media. Do not um, look at what other people are doing. The time you have blocked off for writing should really truly be that designated writing time. And so the best way you can prevent that is it by having your topic mapped out in advance. The other nice thing about doing that, and I I have a process that I teach people on like how to plan their content at least a month, like, and again, not writing it, but planning it at least a month in advance and sometimes up to six months in advance, especially if you know you're going to be launching something and you want to prep for that. But have the plan uh, so that you know what you're writing about. And also then your brain is kind of subconsciously working on it, right? Like if you know, okay, next week, my topic is, 
I don't know, like dairy and skin health, then your brain is going to already be sort of working on it subconsciously. You're probably going to see something or hear something about it. It's like your brain is primed to see it. I can't tell you how many times I've like known what my topic is next week. And then I open up a magazine and there's an article on that exact thing. So it just, you're, you're finding inspiration throughout the week, knowing what your topic's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And do you find that, you know, well, you mentioned you have like a process for uh, people coming up with content, but do you find that you can use something like social media as an inspiration for content? Like, do you recommend, you know, spending, you know, an hour a month or an hour, you know, once in a while going through and, and pulling inspiration? Or do you think that that actually stops the creativity and actually creates more comparison than it does ideas for the person who's um, wanting to sit down and create their own content? Honestly, everybody is so different. Like I would definitely be not into that. Like I would not recommend that because I think it does block your own creativity and your own voice. And, um, you know, but for some people, I guess it depends the way you're doing it, right? Like if you're just looking for say trending audio for reels, if that's something you do, um, or like looking at what kind of visuals or maybe, attracting people's attention, even looking at your own insights to get information, that's a good place to look at what your audience is resonating with. But overall, I would say uh, eyes on your own paper, right? Just like, yeah, that's, that's how you're going to really stay true to, to yourself and your own, your own opinion, your own thoughts. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm curious then if you could give maybe, I know you probably have a lot of tips for how to come up with content ideas, but maybe like one or two tips for the person that's like, okay, if I'm not really looking externally for inspiration, like how am I figuring out what I should be writing, you know, um, like what topics are popular or what my audience wants to hear about? Yeah, so the best place in my opinion, and, and this is speaking to people who already have clients, but if you have clients, that is an endless source of inspiration because anything that comes up on a client call, it's it, things that they're struggling with. That's likely stuff that other people are struggling with too. So I love, you know, every time I'm on a client call, I have a notebook beside me and I just <laughs> jot down ideas or things that come up and you'll never run out of ideas that way. But if you're just starting out and you don't have clients yet, this is where market research is so important. Just hop on the hop on a call with people. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not about selling them something. It's about truly trying to under, this is going to serve you for content and for creating your offer and like for all the things. So don't skip over this phase, but hopping on calls with people is the best way to dive into like, what, what are you struggling with? What are you, what are you most desire? And then you can ask those probing questions too. Like, how is this impacting your health or how is this impacting your relationship? Tell me more. More, you know, keep probing deeper. Um, and you're going to get really juicy, juicy content ideas, as well as just language that you can use in your copy. Mm -hmm. Do you usually recommend like recording the uh, market research calls or, or conversations so you can reference them like later down the line? Or are you more a fan of like, like you had mentioned taking notes throughout, like what's the best way to absorb that information that you're learning? Yeah, again, so I think it's going to depend on the the specific person and how you best learn. Like I I personally don't like to record those sessions just because I know for me, I don't want to 
go back and listen. That's like almost like instead of spending one hour on a call now, I'm spending two hours because yeah. <laughs> I'm re-listening to it. So I'd rather capture it in the moment and just jot down notes. But for other people, if you like really want to just be present and just listen and not take notes, um, yeah, you can certainly record it to just ask, ask for permission. Yeah, no, great, great tips for sure. Ready to start your nutrition business but have no idea what steps you need to take? No problem. That's exactly why I've created a completely free workshop for you called Six Steps to Start Your Nutrition Biz and Sign Your First Paying Clients. In this on-demand workshop, I'm sharing my six-step roadmap to starting a successful nutrition business without a huge social media following or years of experience. I'll also share the top three mistakes I see most new nutritionists making when starting their business and how to avoid them, and the must-have tools you need to run a successful nutrition business and wow your clients from day one. Oh, and did I mention that the workshop is completely free? Sign up at stephanielong.ca slash workshop and get instant access right now. Okay. So I, I feel like I'm rapid fire asking you questions here, but there's so much <laughs> that I want to like get your advice on when it comes to content. So you had mentioned earlier, like sharing client testimonials or client case studies, or even like how to posts are popular. Um, do you have any ideas for everyone listening? <clears throat> Sorry. Do you have any ideas for everyone listening on the type of posts that they could be writing? Like maybe ones that you're seeing that are working really well for your clients or that um, really help to um, illustrate to the person reading like how you are an authority on a specific topic. So what would those type of posts look like? Yes, yes. Okay, so the, the first thing to know is that every kind of post serves a different purpose. So you need to be aware of that because what I see a lot of people, uh, a problem people run into is they they create an offer post, right? Like say a post that's very focused on selling. And then when they post it, they notice that the engagement isn't very good. And then they shy away from doing those kinds of posts in the future. But like that, that's just, that's normal. The, an offer post, a sales post is always going to have less engagement than a post that is specifically like the intent of that post is to get people to engage with you. You're asking a question um, to get people to reflect. So just know that there's different kinds of posts. There's like engagement posts, there's inspiration posts, there's offer posts, Um so that's important to know. But what I will say is that a common mistake I see health professionals make is that they really veer towards more of the educational style posts, like five steps to mm -hmm. lower your blood sugar or, you know, and that that's like, yes, that can position you as a credible resource, but um, that's also information somebody could easily Google. It's not the kind of content that's going to get somebody to like book a call with you or to want to buy from you those posts are the ones where you're really like you want to show your audience that you you really understand them you're kind of stirring up some emotion so posts where you're maybe sharing a story or a client case study like really the before and after transformation it could be your personal one if if you are a version of your ideal client or it could be a client one if you have one but like you really want to illustrate that you understand where they're at now where they desire to be and that you have a solution like your program is the bridge between where they are now where they want to be but like really go into the details like um of what that looks like in their life because that's also another mistake is people keep things very um 
surface level or like they just say, you know, you want more energy and it's like, okay, let's go deeper. What what would that energy do for them? How is that going to make their life better? Be really specific, Um, like paint a picture, use scenarios. Like you want energy to be able to run around with your kids all day at the park and still pick up their goldfish off the floor at the end of the Mm -hmm. day, you know, like Mm -hmm. really just that's going to appeal to a mom, but like know your audience, know how these problems show up in their life, what their desires are, and then be really specific in speaking to them. And does this help to set you apart from other people on, you know, social media or other people who are writing content, you know, that are maybe doing more of the educational posts or the more baseline information? Like does the storytelling and the communication and the like really speaking to them, does that set you apart in the long run? Yes, absolutely. Because so few people are doing it. It does take a bit more thought work, right, than writing a basic um, how-to post. Um, And it feels a little more unnatural to us because it may not be something you're trained in if you've just gone through like, um, you know, just health nutrition program or a dietetic program training. Um, you're, you're taught to write in a more academic way, but like when you share stories, those are unique. Like nobody else has the same story as you. Um, and so of course it's going to make you stand out and, and like, well, that's how our brains just really, we learn really well with stories. Um, you retain information better when it's in a story format versus just straight fact. So yeah, definitely, definitely incorporating stories will help you stand out more. Um, and resonate with people more. And I know, you know, um, like clients often come to me and they, they'll they be looking at what other people in their niche are doing and they're like, oh, well, and then they're kind of emulating that, right? They're mm-hmm. like copying what that person is doing, which ends up being a lot of education posts. And then they tell me that that's why they're doing it. I'm like, do you know that this person, like, do you know it's working? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know the back end of their business? Like, do you know that it's actually converting to clients? Um And of course, they don't know that. So just be aware of like, even if somebody has a big following doesn't mean that like things are um, that are converting on the back end. So don't just copy people because you think it's working for them. That's a really, really good point. And I think that happens so often where we're like, oh, this person has this thriving business with all these followers. And the perception is that they're, you know, they're quote unquote killing it. And it's amazing. So you're like, I want a business just like them. So you kind of like copy paste. And we don't know the scenario, just like you said, of what's going on for everyone else. So I love how you said earlier, like staying on your own page, staying in your own lane and, you know, finding that inspiration inside of yourself. And that's how you're going to really attract your own community, like a community that resonates probably with you specifically because your personality is out there and it's really shining versus it just being, again, copy paste of what everyone else is doing. Um, so do you, do you find that those clients who really let their personality shine through their content or their copywriting end up creating like a little bit of like a tribe or their own people? And those people are quite um, loyal to that, that person who's sharing the information because they have their own kind of take on things. Definitely. Yeah. Because marketing is about attracting the right people and also repelling the wrong ones, the people that you don't necessarily want to work with. Um, So it is really important to share, like, yeah, be honest about your beliefs, be polarizing uh, in your posts and not, not just like for the sake of shock value, but 
if you truly believe in something, then you want to speak about it openly. Um, because yeah, the, the people who also agree with you are going to resonate and really, yeah, you'll build that um, kind of loyal, loyal following of, of people. And that's how you stand out online, because there are going to be a lot of other people in your niche. There's no doubt about that. And I have people come to me all the time, like, oh, it's so crowded. The wellness is like the wellness places. It's just so crowded. How am I going to stand out? And this is how you're going to stand out. It's by sharing more of you um, in, in your business, but also like outside your business too, right? Don't feel like mm -hmm. social media is meant to be social. So don't feel like everything you post has to be strictly business. Share details about your life. Like, do you like to hike on the weekend? Do you have a dog? Like incorporate some of that because you're going to find people really relate to that. Yeah, which is a whole other topic about, I think, being more visible in your business, being, you know, creating a little bit more confidence there to show up and show your face and talk on camera, which we don't have to go into all of that. But do you have mm -hmm. any tips for people who are maybe feeling a bit resistant in writing content right now? Like maybe we, we kind of covered this when they're sitting down and they feel like there's nothing in their head. But what about the person who's like, just really has no desire to write content or maybe they go through a month of like, you know, putting out all this content and then there's a dry spell. Like what about those people who really struggle with that consistency? Yeah. So that, that is common. It's normal. So if you're experiencing that, just know that you're not alone and it's so normal. I mean, writer's block is like mm -hmm. a well-known thing. So, um, definitely normal. Um, but the thing I'll say, like, I have a couple of things that I can say about that. One is if you are like, say you're sitting down to write and you just, nothing is coming to you. You feel really uh, stuck. Just don't force yourself to write, like get up, go do something else. Uh, you're not going to get inspired just sitting at a computer screen. Mm -hmm. um, so just, yeah, take a break, go do something else, let yourself um, play. And, and it is also like your responsibility to cultivate inspiration. I think people just some like they they rely on it or they expect these flashes of inspiration to come all the time. And that would be nice, but it doesn't always happen. So you kind of have to just like find things in your life that do bring inspiration for you. Maybe it's going in nature, maybe it's going to a museum or an art gallery, like whatever, it's going to look different for different people, but routinely make time to cultivate that inspiration. And then finally, like ask yourself, what the resistance is trying to tell you because so often we just sort of try to like plow through our emotions or like force ourselves to do things that we don't want to do but what if you took a step back and just like asked yourself what what what's 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 happening here like almost speak to yourself like a little child like what what do you need right now are you like are you okay do you feel safe you're safe right now um it reminds me of, uh, so this is kind of like a story, but it, it does make sense. I promise. Um, but so it was Halloween and I was at, uh, Canadian tire, which for, if you have Americans listening, it's kind of like, I guess it's like a home Depot. It's a, mm -hmm. a home hardware type of store. And they had this haunted house set up. And it was really spooky. My son was only five years old at the time and he loves Halloween, but this haunted house, he was really curious about it, but he was also scared. Like he kind of put one foot in the door and then saw like the dark, 
the darkness and the fog and he just like ran out of there and he didn't want to go in. So I was just standing with him and kind of asking him like, you know, do you, are you curious? Do you want to see? And I wasn't forcing him, right? I wasn't like, we have to go in that haunted mm -hmm. house right now. Like, come on, what's wrong with you? Which is how we often talk to ourselves, right? Like, just write that content, just get it done. Like, but no, I was, I was just present with him. You're safe, you know, you don't, you don't have to go in. Like, I'm just going to stand here with you. It looks like you're curious, but you don't have to go in. And we stood there for a while and he kept like, kind of inching closer and eventually he went in but the reason he went in is because he felt safe to do so he knew I was there to support him he knew he didn't have to nobody was forcing him and so that's kind of how I approach resistance it's like okay what's what's happening here what are you scared of that's a really good question because when it comes to putting out content especially vulnerable content there's a lot of fears that come up like what if my I, I don't know what if my friend from high school that I haven't spoken to in 10 years sees this what if my neighbor sees this and judges me or what if like who knows right but all these fears come up and so you don't want to just like uh, ignore them you have to acknowledge them and be present with them and ask yourself and kind of dive deeper and you'll notice the resistance really um fades away when you when you acknowledge it and when you just like acknowledge that you're safe right you're safe right now you don't have to do this like nobody's forcing you to run a business so you don't have to do this but you want to <laughs> mm -hmm. oh I love that so much and that just goes to show like how amazing of a mom you are too like I would have loved to have that presence with me there really talking me through that I think you're so right. We have to give that to ourselves, especially in business, because there are just so many mindsets that come up that challenge us. And if we're prone to kind of shutting down or just plowing through something, like you said, we might end up like harming ourselves a little bit in the process. So I love that, you know, reparenting of yourself while you're working in your business and just saying, you know, what can I do right now? That's going to make me feel really safe and secure. And if that means, you know, not jumping on video, but doing something on audio, cause that feels safer, or maybe not writing a story right now, but sharing like a snippet of something in my day, like really asking yourself where you're at meeting yourself there. But then also, like you mentioned, meeting that resistance and asking if you're playing safe sometimes and challenging yourself a little bit to, to take, to put that one foot in like your son did, right. Just to kind of see what's on the other side and then having that safety there to, to make the next step. So I love that you shared that very applicable. That was, that was a great story. Um, all right, well, let's uh, leave it there. I think you left us with so many, um, ideas and, um, actual like tactical things that we can put into place to sit down, write some copy and, um, the reasons why behind like copy is so important and why connecting with our clients, you know, not just through educational posts is so important because you're right. I see that all the time. And I think having a variety of different content in your business is going to attract different people at different places in their journey. So I'm really, really glad that you shared all of that. And I would love for you to share with the audience um, where people can find you and if you have anything um, that you want to tell them more about. Yes, thank you for the opportunity. It was lots of fun sharing all these tidbits and I hope they were helpful. So uh, you can listen to my podcast, the Health Pro to CEO podcast. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, so yeah, if 
um, if you're somebody who's growing your business and you liked what I shared, then definitely come check it out. I also have a free Facebook community with the same name, the Health Pro to CEO community on Facebook, where I do weekly live trainings and I run uh, challenges sometimes and it's a lot of fun. So you can uh, come join us there too. Perfect. I'll make sure to put all of the links in the show notes for everyone to access easily. And thanks again for coming. This was a great conversation. And I know it was only like the tip of the iceberg of what you have in in your brain to share. So definitely everyone follow along more with Orly to learn from her how to grow your nutrition or health business. And I've definitely learned a lot today too. So thanks again for sharing. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or tag us on social media. Catch you next time.